Hello, and welcome to the Minted Genius Podcast. My name is Leela, and I'm happy to be with you today as we celebrate creativity, human ingenuity, and mint our genius, like raw gold into precious coins of achievement. I am thrilled to be back after a bit of an absence due to an unexpected accident, although I suspect that is the nature of accidents. They are unexpected, much like the pandemic. I went flying through a pothole in the sidewalk. I literally felt my body go airborne in this incredible slow motion moment. It stuck in my head like a traumatic memory. And by the time I landed, I had a broken fibula and I didn't even know what a fibula was. But this precipitated an incredible time of fighting the dark abyss. I don't know how it happened, but I somehow plunged into this temporary crisis. And I kept telling myself it was temporary. I kept telling myself this was something to do with burnout. This was something to do with loss. We, you know, we did end up having a loss in our family. And one of the dark um, outcomes of this pandemic is the fact that we're all so apart and we stay apart. And, you know, people feel isolated and alone. And, um, you know, I say one of the dark, the whole pandemic is dark. Uh, The only good that comes out of something like this is the fact that it builds our resilience, it makes us more prepared for next time. But when we lose people we love, either because of COVID or because of the side effects of being so isolated, it really does, you know, bring us to a darker and sad place. And we lost a pet in the family as well. And there were just so many things that occurred. I think of these beautiful souls, you know, both, both our loved one and our little furry loved one. And I realized that Again, the connection, the ways in which we are able to connect, both in, you know, small and fleeting and big ways, are the things that make life worth living. I'm a proud advocate of minting our genius and of our art and everything that we do to make this world a more vibrant, artistic, um, you know, wonderful place, whether that's through, through shared commerce, sports, prosperity, whatever we can do. But at the same time, at the end of the day, the underlying meaning of why many of us are doing these things really has to do with human connection, human love. And this whole you know, time that I was quite isolated and recovering, I realized that at the end of the day, um, I didn't feel as connected to the people that I loved uh, as a result of having you know, really plunged myself into uh, the writer life and, and trying to finish a novel, which I did. You know, I successfully finished it and I should feel proud about that. But at the end of the day, when you climb a mountain and reach the peak, um, part of you is thrilled, thrilled to see the peak and the other part of you thinks, oh gosh, what's next? And for me, what's next was a big, big learning curve um, in terms of, you know, writing the best possible query letter to try to get a literary agent. That is the typical way in which authors reach out. Now, let me contextualize this with the fact that compared to frontline healthcare workers, compared to people that are working in nonprofits to try to make the world a better place, like UN Watch or Freedom North Korea, or places that are really trying to rescue people from the world's worst dictatorship countries, what I'm trying to do is is so, you know, so simple compared to that. I'm really just trying to connect and uplift and make people laugh and keep them entertained so that they can, you know, go back out the next day and, you know, do whatever it is that they have to do. I am not someone who's out to save the world in a way. I'm more out to comfort the world. I'm more out to entertain the world. I'm more out to maybe bring um, people together through a shared cultural experience, which is the work and writing that I do. And it's so um, 
wonderful to be engaged in that, but it's also sometimes very arduous. And when I came to the end of the novel, I didn't realize how quite burnt out I was. And um, not there's an excuse for such a big pothole in the sidewalk. <laughs> but um, at the same time, and yes, by the way, while I was sitting there um, calling 911 to have an ambulance sitting in the middle of the sidewalk, uh, I also then called the city right after to tell them to fix it. I didn't want anyone else to be hurt. And so when I found myself in this, you know, time of great isolation, even more than usual, being at home, being stuck in bed, um, not really able to think straight because it sent my mind reeling too. I guess the shock of the accident, even though it was minor, just had a profound effect probably because I was in this key critical time of transitioning from having the finished book to, you know, actually trying to market the book. And I lost um, a tremendous amount of momentum and that actually had some you know, real consequences. And so at the end of the day, I had to really rethink why I was in this life doing what I was doing. Why had I made this choice? It would have been so much easier to do other things and all the opportunity that I gave up and do I regret that? And so many difficult questions until finally I caught myself and I relied on all of the tools that I've been talking about in this um, Minted Genius podcast, I began to think about episode four, where I talk about making sure you're asking the right and bigger question. So I began to think, well, if a bad break is possible, suddenly perhaps a good break can also come out of the blue. Could that be possible? And I began to do some serious, you know, mindset tools of the trade, really looking at my cognitive behavior, what I was, you know, letting myself, you know, feel and what I was letting myself think. And there's a big difference between what you let yourself think and what you let yourself feel. And this is my theory on that. I think when people attempt to strongly suppress dark and difficult emotion, it will bubble up. You know, it's the whole why couples fight over the toothpaste because it's not really the toothpaste. It's something else that's going on under the surface. And I really believe that in, within our own self, when we just ignore our anger, our resentment, our fear, our hurt, our frustration, that doesn't help. That really doesn't help. And um, because what ends up happening is we just suppress it and it ends up blowing up at some poor customer service person at our cell phone company or um, or our internet provider. And that's not really how I want to be. So, so um, I really had to give myself a safe space, find safe ways, whether that was counseling or whatever support, to have a place where I could talk about how I was feeling and vent, talk about feeling broken. Even if, you know, the counselor called, calls me on it and says, well, if you talk about feeling broken, then that's neuro-linguistic programming. You'll invite being broken. But the truth of the matter is we all need a safe place to vent because cognitively, if we take the don't judge, just observe approach, then we can see and feel and feel some compassion for the darkness that we're feeling. I really beat myself up during this dark period for, for giving into those feelings, but they were so overwhelming that I didn't really have much of a choice at the time. And so what I decided to do is if I couldn't control my feelings, I could at least control my interpretation of my feelings. I could use my thoughts to buffer my feelings and say, well, obviously I'm in a dark place. Obviously this is a transition. Obviously this is a dark rite of passage. And perhaps it was inevitable because I didn't just finish one book. I've actually finished others in the process. This is just the main book that I was working on. And I've come to a crossroad. Crossroads are scary. Transitions are scary. It's a lot easier to put your head down and work on some big project than to put your health, health, head up and say, well, I've climbed the end of the mountain and all I see are like 20 more mountain peaks ahead. How do I climb those? And so I really began to realize that, you know, feeling my feelings would start the healing. 
But interpreting those feelings was another matter. I had to take control of my thoughts. I had to look at them as something that could be tools of, of you know, great um, momentum forward or something that was going to hold me back. Luckily, I was able to wrestle my thoughts into a place of hope, uh, a pl- even if that hope was just a sliver. And I completed a really wonderful um, query letter that got some thumbs up from people that I really respect in you know, either publishing or, or media. And I sent them out proudly and I got either zero response or my one first big rejection. And the thing was that this was an agent that I actually really thought was pretty quite wonderful in the way that they represented themselves. And I really was hoping it would be a click and it wasn't. And that disappointment, um, you know, you can't help but take rejection personally. All authors go through it. It is actually, I keep saying rite of passage. That's exactly what it is. Um, and I had to kind of regroup and realize that every single time I put myself out there, and even if that means, you know, tweaking, recalibrating, but every single time I put myself out there, every single time anyone puts themselves out there, we're striking a blow for dream achievement. You know, we're, we're saying, you know what, we're going to keep minting our genius until we make this world a peaceful place, until we make this world a prosperous prosperous place until we, you know, elevate ourselves and lift our lives and hopefully elevate others. I really believe that every time someone, you know, takes a bold step towards their greatest dream or towards being more loving towards their family or whatever the the goal may be, because, you know, some people that are listening to this podcast from all over the world are not necessarily artists or business people or sports people or athletes. All of those things um, I'm passionate about in terms of, you know, the competitive spirit and the artistic spirit. But there are also people who are just raising beautiful families and, you know, maybe stay at home and they have all kinds of mini goals within a day that nobody sees. And I see that. And I'm, you know, amazingly impressed by that. So at the end of the day, we can feel our feelings. And in fact, that probably is more healing. But at the same time, we have to take our mind and frame what it is that we're experiencing. And if we ever find ourselves in a situation where we feel like we're the failure rather than a temporary, you know, dark event, we have to remind ourselves that there is no such thing as failure. Every single thing that we go through, as awful as the dark times are, as awful as losing a business is, as awful as losing a family member is, and I I can't even imagine um, so many people have, but at the same time, life demands that we find a way to keep moving forward, even if it's just being able to step out of bed in a cast, even if we're hobbled, even if we're on crutches. The ability to keep just inching forward, even even when inching forward means you actually have to stop and rest and regroup, is keeping life moving, not only for ourselves, but for the momentum of all of humanity. We're all connected. We're all interconnected. And the idea that we have to stop for breaks and stop for loss and stop to grieve and stop to heal, that makes complete sense. But at the end of the day, we also have to find little incremental ways to keep moving until we can walk, run, and fly again. And that's where the world is coming to. We will get past this pandemic. There is no such thing as permanence. This too shall pass. Thank you for listening. This is Leela from Minted Genius. I'm grateful for all the people that have been listening from around the world. You've kept me going. I started this podcast to keep you going and instead you've managed to keep me going. I'm incredibly grateful and I wish you an incredible, triumphant, minted genius week ahead. 
Thank you. And we'll talk to you soon.